Listener's discretion is advised. who are listening here on this Sunday edition of Random Stuff. Yes, once again, I have returned from my hiatus to complete the third season of Random Stuff. And why don't we start with space news? Yes, I said some space news from the current host of The Late Show on CBS. So, Late Show guy, what? was some of the space news i come to you i am i am am over the moon because yesterday an american spacecraft came back from it here's what's happening you may have read nasa is working on something called the artemis program it's gonna be the first human trip to the moon since the early 70s okay we're getting your golf ball back alan shepard (laughs) all right play it where it lies and The mission passed its first big test this past month with a launch in the middle of the night, lunar orbits, and then a safe splash town in the Pacific yesterday, completing its 26-day, 1.4-million-mile journey. Welcome back, Orion. Job well done. Been gone for a month. I have so much to tell you about White Lotus. Even more exciting, Orion's historic ocean plop came 50 years to the day after the last Apollo mission, Apollo 17, landed on the lunar surface in 1972. That is amazing. The last time we flew to the moon, I looked like this. Hey, buddy. Worry, worry, kid. It's true. It's true what they say. The camera really does add 50 years. The Orion capsule was, in this case, an uncrewed vessel, but it did contain a mannequin named Commander Munikin Campos and two mannequin torsos named Helga and Zohar. In space, no one can hear you scream, Helga, Zohar, who took your legs? I don't know why just torsos. Why were they just sent torsos? The mannequin's uh, job was to test the effects of radiation on the human body, which is why Helga and Zohar were made of materials that mimic the soft tissue, organs, and bones of a woman. A big day for science, huge day for the loneliest nerd at NASA. Uh, Good news, fellas. I've done extensive personal research on mimicking the tender touch of an actual human woman. Please meet my lovely robot companion, Squeezella, and I'm being escorted out. Okay. I'm being... I'm being escorted. There you go. Okay, here we go. Well, thanks for the uh, space news there, Late Show Guy. Also, earlier this month, President Biden has officially signed a law that, well, it's called Respect for Marriage Act. And here's the news about that one. 
At the White House today, President Biden brought the heat, signing what they call the Respect for Marriage Act, which promotes same-sex and interracial marriage from the possibility of another unpopular ruling from the Supreme Court. Joe Biden, back in 1996, you know, he voted for the Defense of Marriage Act, which defined marriage as a relationship between a man and a woman. And then in 2012, he became the highest ranking U.S. politician to publicly support same-sex marriage when he was vice president. He even beat Obama to it. Now, it's possible that maybe he's a little bit too enthusiastic about this thing because that's not necessary. So watching Bravo again in the Oval Office. That bill passed with strong bipartisan support in the House and Senate. Well, even the partisanship was by. That's really great. You know what's also very exciting? Some of the people who went and attend this uh, historic, historic signing, including some of the guest performers like Sam Smith and Cindy Lauper. Now let's get to the uh, Voice USA news where season 22 concluded and it was Bryce Ledwood from Georgia that won, which includes another championship victory for Coach Blake Shelton. Now, here was the 11 Alive that was the NBC News affiliate for the Atlanta, Georgia area on the reporting of Bryce Letterwood's voice victory. Another round of the voices in the books and it's Metro Atlanta's own Bryce Leatherwood crowned as season 22's champion. It's a win for Team Blake and the city of Woodstock. NBC's Mark Barger has a recap and reaction. How can you walk away? The pairing of Bryce Leatherwood and his coach Blake Shelton was probably destiny. Has there ever been a country or name in Leatherwood? And on Tuesday night, the winner of The Voice is... That destiny was fulfilled. Bryce Leatherwood! The 22-year-old country singer from Statesboro, Georgia, won The Voice's season 22 crown. I am ecstatic. I'm just so happy to be representing my family, representing Georgia. Long time ago. Shelton says Leatherwood showing in Monday night's finale put him over the top. He delivered the best performances of his entire journey on the show, and, and he seems more relaxed and, and, and comfortable and, and knowing what his fans want from him, and he gave it to them. And Leatherwood was especially partial to one of those songs. I think T-R-O-U-B-L-E was, was the most Bryce Leatherwood performance that, that has been, been shown this season, and that was me. So um, hope to show America a lot more of that. And there were no qualms with America's pick from Leatherwood's teammate. I'm not surprised he won. I wouldn't have been surprised if Braden won, if Morgan won, if Omar won. You know, it's just, it, I'm, pr- I'm proud of all of us. And Bryce winning it makes my heart happy. And the winner is looking forward to making his new fans happy. Country is, is storytelling, and it's about impacting people. And I think um, the more you can impact someone, the more, uh, the more they enjoy it. For now, Bryce Leatherwood can enjoy being the voice champion. Mark Barger, NBC News. Once again, congratulations to Bryce Leatherwood on the voice season 22 win. And the voice will return back to its, I believe they're going to go back to their two seasons a year starting in March with Blake Shelton entering that season for the one final 
time. Yes, this will be the last season for Blake Shelton as he he's going to focus on family bonding. As he will have to deal with the returning Kelly Clarkson. And the first-timers, Niall Horan and Chance the Rapper. So, have a great season again in 2023. Now, after this brief ad, we are gonna have to look back at the aftermath of the Georgia runoff. Yes, they had another Georgia runoff between Raphael Warnock and Herschel Walker. And what impacted the uh, Senate seat starting in 2023. So... Stay tuned, folks. Hi there. I'm seven-time Academy Award winner and your mom's favorite gay, Sean Hayes. I have two questions for you. Do you travel often? And are you gay? Good. And good. Don't book another flight without my new app, Fruitfly. Fruitfly connects you with flights run by gay flight attendants who want to give you tons of free just because you're gay and there. Here's how it works. Log into the app and pick your destination. Flights with giving gays are marked with fruit baskets. Oh, hi there, Jeffrey. Oh, hey, Sean. Looking toned. Oh. Are you going to Fire Island this summer? Nah, I couldn't get a dog sitter. That's too bad. Here, let me get you 20 small bottles of vodka and a smoked salmon appetizer from first class. <laughs> it's gays helping gays. When straight people try to use Fruitfly, the app detects their heterosexuality via their unhealthy nail beds and goes into rejection mode. Buzz off, breeder. With Fruitfly, it really does get better. What was that? As flawless as Judy Dench in Notes on a Scandal. <laughs> okay, is that a tanning bed? <laughs> And when you wake up, your laundry will be steamed and folded too. So don't fly the gray heterosexual skies again. When you're way up in the air, be gay up in the air. <laughs> oh my God, is that Meryl Streep? Girl, get down from there. Fruit fly. Join the Mile Hey Club. Special treatment only guaranteed if and because you're Sean Hayes. If you're just some random gay, good luck. back folks now let's get to that segment where it is the quarantine version of meanwhile called quarantine while yes it is indeed quarantine while and it would be all about the aftermath of that georgia senate runoff again yes that's two election seasons in a row that we had to deal with the georgia runoff one of them was between Raphael Warnock and Kelly Loeffler. And once again, the incumbent governor, Raphael Warnock, had to deal with a Trump-backed Republican candidate, Herschel Walker. Yes, the same Herschel Walker that won a Heisman in his college football days. And yes, the same Herschel Walker that played in the United States Football League and some years in the NFL. Now, what happened? Well... Here's what happened after that Georgia runoff. I don't know about y'all how you're feeling, but I come to you tonight both gratified and terrified. 
gratified because Raphael Warnock defeated Herschel Walker 51.4% to 48.6%. Come on! And terrified because 48.6% of Georgians looked at Herschel Walker and went, yeah, that guy should be a U.S. senator. But one of the biggest reasons I am gratified is that with the election over, I finally get to use the jokes we wrote a month ago for election night. Do we have, do we have the, uh, do we have the, hold on, was that? Please. It's sealed with wax. <laughs> That's back when New York was still under the feudal system, I think. Get this thing open there. What do we got here? Let's, uh, yeah. <clears throat> Warnock has won Georgia. It's fitting he's a reverend, because when I hear that, all I can say is, thank God. (laughs) This is a tough break for Walker, though it'll take him a couple of days to understand what has happened. (laughs) With this month old, it's a month old joke. It's a month old joke. With this loss, Walker is expected to return to his previous job, lying about having previous jobs. But on the bright side, it gives him more time to spend with his family and more time to figure out who that is. There you go. Have that. Have those. Have those jokes etched onto titanium plates and buried in the desert. One interesting wrinkle here is that Walker was handpicked by the former president against the advice of everyone who had met Herschel Walker. But last night, Walker did something that goes against his mentor's core beliefs. He accepted reality. Walker conceded, but in his speech, he tried to keep things positive. Hey, I'm a winner. Hey, we all winners, so we're all winners, and that's what I want to say. We're all winners. That's true, Herschel. In some ways, we're all winners. <laughs> Not in this way. In this way, you lost. <laughs> but in other ways, we're winners. And in celebration of you winning and losing, we'll be sending you this beautiful trophy, World's Most Dad. Walker, working nine to five. Walker talked about the moment he realized his long, rambly path was stumbling to an end. We've had a tough journey, have we not? But one of the things I said is when they called the race, I said the numbers doesn't look like they're going to add up. No, the numbers did not add up. (laughs) Clearly, he's learning his numbers. The next thing you know, we'll have to tell him where babies come from. From you, Herschel, apparently. (laughs) They're all from you. So, sure, Herschel Walker. (laughs) Herschel Walker. So a bad night for Herschel Walker, but a great night for Raphael Warnock, who had to win five elections in the last two years. Here's how he kicked off his victory speech. After a hard-fought campaign... Or should I say campaigns? It it is my honor to utter the four most powerful words ever spoken in a democracy. We have the meats. (laughs) Warnock's win is especially exciting because it's yet another blow to the former president, even before last night. The major candidates that he endorsed in Nevada, Arizona... Pennsylvania, New Hampshire, and Michigan all lost. And now, goose egg. 
Bupkis. And now some GOP insiders are saying Georgia may be remembered as the state that broke him once and for all. Yes, Georgia broke him. Boom. Or as I just texted everyone on my phone, peach emoji, fist emoji. People love it. I'm getting lots of exclamation points. Well, it's good news for the uh, Democratic Party to take over 51 to 49 in the Senate floor. Well, there was bad news on that earlier last week when one person, just like Tulsi Gabbard, decided to leave the Democratic Party. Well, you'll never guess who it was. Back in America, the big political story this weekend was that Kirsten Cinema announced she is leaving the Democratic Party and registering as an independent. That is shocking. Kirsten Cinema was a Democrat? <laughs> this announcement, she was a what? This announcement came on the heels of Raphael Warnock's victory, which guaranteed the Democrats full control of the Senate. There you go. So. Naturally, Cinema decided to make it about her. She's like the person who shows up to your wedding wearing white or goes to your funeral in a coffin. <laughs> oh, this old thing? <laughs> See, it's a... Uh, wearing so it. You gotta... <laughs> this is huge news and would be even bigger if it changed anything because Cinema said she expects to keep her same committee assignments, which means she'll caucus with the Democrats, and told Arizonans, nothing will change about my values or my behavior. So rest assured, she may be an independent now, but still sucks. <laughs> On Friday, sucks. On Friday, uh, our friend uh, Jake Tapper asked Cinema about how this doesn't affect the balance of power in the Senate. What you're doing today doesn't change that. It's still basically going to be 51-49. Well, I know you have to ask that question, Jake. Yeah. But... That's kind of a DC thing to worry about. I'm not really spending much time worrying about what the mechanics look like for Washington, DC. You work in Washington, DC. That's what your constituents hired you to go do. That's like a pilot saying, uh, attention passengers, I know you have to ask these questions about the left engine being on fire, but that's kind of a plane issue. I'm not spending much time worrying about the mechanics of this plane. Anyway, got to go. Lots of flashy lights and beep, beep, boop, boops happening up here. Hey, that's a pretty mountain. Back. Back when she was a Democrat, Cinema was laser focused on her number one priority, undermining Democrats. She blocked Biden's initial Build Back Better proposal, blocked Democratic attempts to increase taxes on corporate America, and she torpedoed raising federal minimum wages with a curtsy and a thumbs down. It was the most disrespectful dismissal of the working class Americans since Herbert Hoover mooned Dust Bowl farmers. <laughs> Cinema's new party affiliation puts her in the same camp as other independents who caucus with the Democrats like Angus King and Bernie Sanders, but Sanders doesn't necessarily want her in the club. He recently referred to as a corporate Democrat. It's true, she's always shilling for corporations. She's clearly in the pocket of Spirit Halloween. <laughs> I'm not sure becoming an independent is gonna help cinema. In a recent poll, 
a solid 54% of Arizona Republicans, 57% of Democrats, and 51% of independents don't like her. That's everybody. <laughs> if only, if only there were some universal gesture to represent how the people of Arizona feel about Kirsten Cinema. There you go. <laughs> yep, that's what I really think of her too. Kristen Cinema will no longer do anything for the Democrats, but that's no surprise that she's been working with the Republicans for this whole time that she's been a Democratic senator, but she might visit Fox News more often and, you know, attack what, you know, all the lefts have been doing. You know what I mean? But that has been her thing ever since she took the Senate seat. That's all I'm going to say. After this brief ad, let's listen to a song, so stay tuned. Looking for romance, but want to make sure you find that special someone who's right for you? Introducing OK Cousin, the new dating app from Dr. Oz that keeps love in the family. Here's how it works. We search your family tree to find eligible singles, and then we match you. We have so much in common. Like the same grandma. After all, why go to loud, dangerous bars to meet someone when you can go to a family reunion? Thanks, Dr. Oz. So download Dr. Oz's dating app today from the makers of 23andMe Wanna Bang My Cousin. And we're back, folks. Now let us get to some Christmas caroling. Here is his rendition of Santa Claus is Coming to Town is the late, great Frank Sinatra. You better watch out, you better not cry, better not pout, I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. He's making a list and checking it twice. He's gonna find out who's naughty and nice. Santa Claus is coming to town. He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. He knows if you've been bad or good, so be good, for goodness sake. Oh, you better watch out, you better not cry, better not pout, I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. is coming to town He's making a list and he's checking it twice 
He's gonna find out who's been naughty and nice Santa Claus is coming to town He sees you when you're sleeping He knows when you're awake He knows if you've been bad or good So be good for goodness sake Oh, you better watch out You better not cry Better not pout I'm telling you why Santa Claus is coming To And that was Frank Sinatra with his rendition of Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Now, after this brief ad, we're going to wrap this episode up. So, don't go anywhere. Stay tuned on this Sunday edition of Random Stuff. From the makers of Monopoly, the game of shrewd financial decisions, comes the opposite of that. Monopoly! The game where you start as a billionaire rapper shoemaker and see how much of it you can lose. I give the my hat. I call the easy. I'll do the White Lives Matter shirt. Make your way around the board while trying to end as many business relationships as possible. I lost Adidas. That'll cost you $600 million. Try not to land on Tweet Street. I'm going DEFCON 3 on Jewish people. $100 million. It's something crazy every time. Get escorted out of Skechers headquarters? Yes. And watch out for the yay-say cards. Claim you were misdiagnosed by a Jewish doctor. And why did he's being controlled by Israel? Do I have to say this? Yes. Yay-say. Hitler was pretty great. Praise Hitler and go straight to Cancel Corner. Play until you're the brokest gold digger of all. Yes, hey, bagels are the devil's butthole. Did he really say that? Not yet, but he will. Monopoly from the makers of Nazi. Folks, that is it for this Sunday edition of Random Stuff. Be sure to tune in next week to complete our third season of this podcast. So, good night. <laughs>